Hello friends, Aaron Stewart from The Little Black Couch on a Saturday, which is uh, atypical, but I was um, buried yesterday in some other goings-ons that happen sometimes in entrepreneurship. I was, uh, I'm actually moving my, I, my um, podcast to a totally different uh, service um, after some, some nice uh, suggestions from uh, Parker Woodward who is a bit of a, a podcast expert and um, uh, a relative. So anyway, so he helped me kind of go through and look at my podcast. And so we're making some adjustments there that I think will be beneficial. A whole new look, whole new feel, new branding, um, just to make it uh, more recognizable in the category in which it's in. Okay, so doing that there and that made it so it was very difficult for me to get away and go live, but we are live now. And actually, I am not going to touch on the thing that I was going to touch on because um, of what happened yesterday, which I thought was really interesting. So yesterday, I got done here a little later than I wanted to, and I, I uh, grabbed some dinner and headed home. And then we happened to throw on, uh, I, I don't watch a, a lot of sports typically. You can see here that I've got, um, a, a, you know, I've got a football uh, picture right there. So it's going to be, I'm, I'm going to apologize right now. It's going to be a little sports theme today, but some really good lessons. So let's get into it. Welcome back. Thanks. So that is actually I just want I guess we should talk about that. That is Sun Devil Stadium right there, which is really one of the coolest football stadiums in the country, if not the very coolest. It's built in this little um, almost like a valley. There's like two hills, hills on either side. And then it just went through a five year renovation. So it's got really cool club seating. And anyway, and ASU's colors are the coolest. And Sun Devils, come on, that's just a great mascot. And um, I happened to go to graduate school there uh, as a Thunderbird, which is the international business arm of ASU. Uh, anyway, so I am an ASU fan. And that is interesting because of what happened last night. So I went home and um, we were, were trying to get ready. We've got this, um, my son's got his sort of homecoming talk this weekend. And so we were making preparations for that and talking about that and having a little pizza that you've got to have on a Friday night and sort of um, going through it. And we went upstairs and I turned on the TV and I knew that the, um, the USC Trojans, who are in the pack 12 with the ASU uh, Sun Devils, and also the University of Utah, which is also in the pack 12, were, and that USC and, and Utah were playing. And it was, a, it was supposed to be somewhat of an easy game for Utah. So Utah, the Utes came in here to Provo, Utah and beat up on BYU. And that's pretty commonplace. Sorry, Cougar fans. But then um, then BYU went to Tennessee and beat Tennessee. 
in a really wacky, crazy game. And then BYU came back here last week and played USC. So very rarely do you have, you know, three teams play each other so quickly in a season. And it's really an interesting way to gauge where you are, right? So BYU happened to beat USC last week, not convincingly, and they probably should not have, have beat USC or Tennessee, but they did, right? That's why you play the game. Anyway, so I uh, so I'd had the TV on and I was watching Utah and USC, and I've heard kind of the banter. Again, I, I live here in Utah, so there's if you listen to sports radio, which I do listen to sports radio because there's no way I'm listening to political radio. My gosh, absolutely not. So I listen to no political stuff, but sports radio is pretty inert, right? It, there's just no emotion one way or the other because there's no teams around here I really cheer for, except for the Utah Jazz, which I'm getting excited for. But e None of that, okay, all that being equal. So I'm watching this game and I do, like if I have any sort of um, interest in the game, I will never watch a game live. I just record it. And then if they win, if my team wins, I'll watch it. And if they lose, I just, what's the point? I don't want to watch a game and I don't want, I, why do I need to watch a loss? So if I have any sort of interest in who wins or loses, I just won't watch a game live. I always record them. So the Utah Jazz games, I watch all of them live. I haven't seen the Utah Jazz lose in like five years because I, I just don't watch losses. What's the point? And I haven't seen the Denver Broncos lose in, in probably five years. Um, I don't really watch them much after that whole kneeling thing where it became political and not entertainment. Again, you go political on me. I'm I'm going out the back door. And, and then... Um, so anyway, but this, this game, right, USC and Utah was interesting because the talk of the, here is like Utah is an amazing team. They're ranked 10th in the country. They are, you know, so powerful, unstoppable on offense with this uh, kid named Moss that can run like crazy. And right, so they were invincible. And so for the, for the second time, I believe, since they've been in the Pac-12, they were absolutely predicted to win out and win the Pac-12 championship in the South, which is an ASU fan. I thought, give me a break because ASU has beaten the Utes the last two years, which is super fun when you live around here. Um, anyway, and they've also beaten uh, the Wildcats, the hated rivals from Tucson. But we won't talk about that today because we're talking about Utes and USC. So you've got this USC team who is somewhat... They came into BYU last week, top 25, and they got beat. So they're a little ticked off and embarrassed, frankly. To get beat by BYU nowadays is embarrassing. And so then they go back to um, California. Now they're playing at home. And uh, now here comes. Now this is an opportunity for them to sort of overcome the big, ugly Goliath, right? They're supposed to get beat handily. And so they go to work. So what happens in this game? And this is the part that's super fascinating as entrepreneurs. And this is what started to make sense to me as I was watching. You've got, you've got um, USC who is outmanned. I mean, just on paper, outmanned. And you've got, uh, other than they've got a lot of speed. Well, in the first few, in, in the very, the, the, one of the first few plays, the Utes hit, the backup, the quarterback from USC and knock him out of the game. I mean, absolutely cream him. So, and he's the backup, right? So he was the backup, actually played quite well his first game in, came here to BYU, threw a few picks, 
And but he's the starter at this particular point, and he's the backup. He gets knocked out. So here comes the third string guy. And so now you're looking at USC kind of going, man, they were already outmatched, and now they've got this, right? You, there's no way they're going to run on the University of Utah's defense because they're just too big and tough. And BYU saw that firsthand. But what else can you do? Well, what does USC do? They basically give – I mean, they don't expect to run the ball anymore. They just start – making these ridiculously long passes and scoring touchdowns like crazy. And frankly, even if you look at the stats, they shouldn't have won this game. They couldn't run the ball. Um, at one point, they were losing in the turnover battle. They were losing in time of possession. All the stats that would say University of Utah should win were all in University of Utah's favor, and yet USC wins this game. And... That just got me thinking that sometimes in as entrepreneurs, we are looking at this, right? USC overcame essentially everybody saying it was impossible for them to be successful. And then they ran into some really, they ran into a few walls, right? Their starting quarter gets knocked down. They've got turnovers they have to overcome, but they just buckled down and, and did what they could well enough to win. And I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, we get into this idea that we have to be so good at everything and we have to control everything in order for us to go out there and win. And sometimes it's just a matter of looking and saying, you know what, I may not be very good at these things, but I'm really good or I have the opportunity to do these things. So I can, I can throw the ball. I can't run the ball. I can throw the ball, make some mistakes, but I'll, I can throw the ball. And I, if I do that enough and I and I play good enough defense, which they did, then I can still win this thing, even though all the stats say I can't. And even at the end of the game, everything was against me. They still won the game. So sometimes in entrepreneurship, that's the deal. You can call it luck. You can call it perseverance. You can call it whatever you want. But sometimes we just have to focus on the things we can do and be okay with that and completely ignore the things we can't do and just focus and do the be very best we can. And sometimes, a lot of the times, actually, if we just stay in it long enough, that's good enough for us to have a victory, to create something that works, to solve some problem that's unique, and to get a business up and going. And that's the cool part about being an entrepreneur, is it really is more about staying in it than it is about having everything figured out, right? Because things will fall into place. I there's just something about taking action and going forward where everything seems to fall in place in the wake of everything else. So whether it's not very necessary at all, it turned out that the, the Trojans didn't need to run the ball to beat the University of Utah. They found another way to do it. And it was by throwing the football. And I mean, even into double coverage, I mean, even into situations where they should not have been successful because the University of Utah did every single thing right, and they still lost, um, because the USC just performed better, even though it was two against one, right? In double coverage, it was, a, it was an interesting game to watch. I didn't think that USC would win. Nobody thought USC would win. Um, USC looked pretty bad, frankly, last week against BYU, and yet they got it done because they stuck to the things they could do and kept doing them long enough to where it finally worked and they got the and they got the they got the big win. So hopefully that helps. So whatever you're doing, 
do what you can do and forget everything else that you can't do because it will work out if you just keep going in that way. Um, not giving up is really the biggest part of this entrepreneurial game is just to never give up. I've been doing this 30 years and there's been a lot of never, never, ever want to give ups, but you just can't give up. And if you stick in long enough, it will happen for you. Hey, Ben's joined us. Hey, Ben. Ben is a, a ManyChat bots expert. So any of you are looking to get into many chats, then Ben's your guy. Ben's my guy. So uh, yeah, I pay Ben, you should too. Ben's good. So thanks, Ben. Thanks for joining me. So that's it. Um, just stay in it long enough. Things will work out. And when they do, um, you'll find a victory. Stick with what you know. Till next time, Aaron Stewart from the Little Black Couch. Let's see what, let's see what Buddy's got to say. Oh, nice football. Football. Yeah, well done, buddy. He was right on top of it. So, okay. Till next time, Aaron Stewart from the Little Black Couch. Have a great weekend. We will see you probably Monday. to really thank you so much for joining me on your entrepreneurship journey. If there's anything you learned today or if there is a topic you would like me to discuss in the future, I would really love to hear from you. I do have a favor to ask. Would you please subscribe to our podcast or Facebook page and please like, share, and use the hashtag TheLittleBlackCouch. It would really help get this message out and hopefully help more people like us. Now let's get out and change the world together.